Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning, hoping all is well with you. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about two big questions that always come to my mind when I'm thinking about coffee and kratom. And not the combination, just both of those things. Here are the questions. The first one. Will coffee have its moment under the magnifying glass or not? And then the second one. When and how will kratom come out from under that magnifying glass? And I'll just start with the first. So what do I mean by like coffee being under the magnifying glass well i kind of mean like the scrutiny aspect and the scrutiny aspect of of you know how the fda views kratom and how uh there's this kind of negative or at least critical lens put on the topic anytime anyone brings up kratom but not coffee and without getting into any of the reasoning of like why that is I'm just focused on this question of will people ever look at coffee with that much of a critical lens and with that much uh, scrutiny and and attention to detail around the merits and and you know the harms and the benefits as they do with kratom. And it's a pretty general statement there. I mean everyone, not everyone, but like for the people who are kind of tuned into it all. Like Will will we have a general uh, inquiry by the FDA into coffee ever? Will one day coffee be considered potentially harmful and, uh, you know, a drug of concern <laughs> by the DEA? You know, of course, I don't think that's going to happen. But it could very well be that there's a level of, of criticism or scrutiny that comes up down the road I mean, just think about it, like less than 100 years ago, we were giving, we were, or about 100 years ago now, we were giving kids like, you know, mercury to play with. And my dad was playing, my dad was given mercury from a thermometer to play with, and, you know, he was born in the 50s. Um, so, you know, not that long ago. We were giving kids cocaine when they went to the dentist 100 years ago. <laughs> so, and morphine and stuff. So it's, I don't know, like, I think that things that are considered normal, and common practice change and in the time and in the moment it seems impossible that it would change because we're finally here we've made it we know enough where we know that this thing is okay you know all of our houses have lead paint up until the 70s they're being painted with lead and um that's one of the reasons why my family and i can't actually move back home now after all this ground shift and flooding over the summer and fall it's not just the shift and the stability of the house that's the problem it's that through all the cracks and, and damage that's happened, we have exposure to lead there, so we can't have our kids there because of the lead paint that was used that they've like painted over, and now it's like everywhere. 
So it's pretty crazy. I think society changes and it can change pretty quick or it can change slow. But I think when you move forward 30 or 50 years, you see a big difference. So who knows? One day, maybe coffee will become something that we look at critically and we're, you know, we'll think, wow, everyone was just cracked out on coffee all the time. (laughs) But I don't, I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but who knows? Maybe. So when I just always think about that aspect, like I look around and see everyone drinking coffee and just think, is this going to be normal and okay 50 years from now, hundred years from now, or is this going to be seen as like, what the heck were they doing? You know, like, is this going to be seen as the, the reason why we don't live to 120? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, I don't even know if I want to make it that far. That's for sure. But, um, anyway, back to the second question. I thought the first was interesting enough to share, and I think about it enough. The second one is a bit more difficult for me to think through personally. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe I'll figure that out as I'm talking through it. But it's not like a will Kratom come out from under the magnifying glass. It's when and how will it. So the reason why I say it's when and not an if is because I don't think that I don't think that society has an attention span long enough to have something under a real critical lens for like a long, long time. Society, you know, long, long time I'm talking. So like there was the the whole issue and fight over temperance and not having alcohol in the United States. And that lasted for a while. It was not just a few years. That was a long term thing. But we're not doing it now because we kind of had, I mean, like we went really back and forth on that over a long period of time. Um, amendments, to, you know, to the actual constitution and whole movements and presidents and heads of companies shifting hands and, and positions over this huge issue and all the states being split in different ways. And even within states, different counties being split in different ways. So actually it reminds me a lot about Kratom, except Kratom isn't as as much um, of a focus at, at the mass, you know, 10,000 foot level looking at the whole country. Um, this is not in the headlines every day, but temperance was. And and who knows, maybe, maybe Kratom will get to that point, maybe not. But the fact that something like that divisive and kind of similar in my opinion to how the, the divide around Kratom is in some ways, although not, not perfectly similar, but similar in the grand sense that it's an issue that people are are kind of divided on in certain ways and states don't really have a the right way to go about it they don't know what their people think about it necessarily on the local level and um and it's kind of new new territory in that sense the similarities there i think and if an issue with that that level of similarity and in that sense can be fought over and resolved to a large degree and then it doesn't pop up again and it's been, you know, a hundred years again, <laughs> just about around a hundred years after being fought over for like 80 years or some odd 50, 60, 70 years, give or take, um, then we've moved on and we've kind of had a settled opinion on it by and large, even though, you know, people have different opinions on alcohol, the country as, as a unit has settled the matter. And so it's going to ha- it's going to have to be the same way with Kratom. Like there's going to have to be a settled opinion and decision at the country level. 
Um, or it's going to fade out into existence from people talking about it. And states are just going to kind of like either sweep it under the rug again or more. Or they're going to pass a law banning it or they're going to pass a law regulating it. And then once the states have done that if and there's no countrywide action federally, then that's, I guess, just going to be one of those things that's just there. Um, you know, it almost reminds me like fireworks. <laughs> like I remember as a kid, couldn't buy fireworks in New York, but we could always just go across the border to Pennsylvania. <laughs> you could get fireworks. So that that's kind of like that, I guess. It could go that way. It could also go the way where it's like, banned everywhere but they've you know it's been tried twice at least and it both times unsuccessful it could go the way of regulation which is totally possible but i don't know if that's going to end up being like at the federal level or if it's going to be limited to these state by state laws and these local ordinances and things like that um i think that i think that either way we're not going to be looking at it with this super, super critical lens and trying to figure out how to go about treating it because it's in a gray area. I don't think it's going to remain in a gray area forever. I think that it's going to have to come out. I think it's going to come out of this gray area in one form or another sometime in the next 10 years. Is my That's, that's like my prediction, you guys. Sometime in the next 10 years, we're not going to be sitting here wondering what the law is in one state over another because we can't remember if they passed one of the bills that was introduced or the other one's still in the health committee after, you know, a year and a half. Like, we're not going to have to be thinking about that, I don't think. However, I don't know. I mean, marijuana is still not legalized, and how long have people been talking about that one? Um, And, you know, states have, have kind of made their own laws around that, and you have a lot of different regulation frameworks and all that stuff. It's like, you know, that one I would I would have assumed 10 years ago would have been maybe resolved in 10 or 20 years too. So maybe I'm wrong on this one. Maybe it's going to take longer because we know it's not even that well known, which is different than the whole marijuana thing. I mean, people knew what it was 10 years ago. People know what it is now. But with Kratom, it's it's a different story, I guess. So maybe it's going to take a bit more time than 10 years. Now, what that looks like, I don't know. The other wild card here, though, is, um, I guess, the use and the potential use of Kratom by, uh, you know, the whole, like, pharmacology sector and, and, yeah, big pharma. Because there's a whole lot of potential there, regardless of what anyone thinks about Kratom. I mean, I don't think anyone can disagree with the fact that it seems like it's it could be a real tool in someone's tool belt if they wanted it to be at that level. Um, but there needs to be a lot of research to figure out what that tool could do and how they would use it. But there's a lot of potential there, and that is another wild card that I think would have to be taken into account too. So... I don't know. I don't I don't really know how long it's going to be in this situation where we don't really know what's going on, but I think that I think we're going to gain some clarity in the next 10 years and that's my that's my estimate on paper at least. So there you go. There's my grand prediction. 10 to 20 years, but I've said 10 originally, so I guess I got to stick with that one. <laughs> I'll say 10 years we'll have some more clarity on this. All right, I'm going to leave it there. See what you think. Email me, anything, everything, creative at gmail.com. And thank you so, so much for listening. If you want to support this podcast, you can hit the link in the description. 
there is a link there. You can also get a nice discount on Happy Hippo products as well as Ethan Hatcher Botanicals. There are links there as well. All right, everyone, take it easy. We will be back tomorrow to round out the week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.